It's too bad because none of y'all got it right. None of y'all got it right. You know? How many minutes will Ray be late? I was just sitting here watching y'all, yo. I was just sitting here watching y'all what y'all are doing. Just watching, seeing people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me lower my uh, tablet here. Yeah, man, we are chilling this morning. This is Everyday City Carry, episode 232. This podcast has been going on for quite a bit. And uh, we're just going to keep it going, dude. <clears throat> we have a great show today. A lot of, uh, definitely a lot of, uh, you know, articles and stuff. Definitely a lot of articles and stuff going on <clears throat> that uh, we're going to look through, have a bunch of fun with that. And yeah, it's fucking almost New Year, dude. And I cursed in the first minute of this, and it's going to get demonetized. Yeah, but it's almost New Year. And I hope everyone has been uh, had a good you know, Christmas, good holiday, and all that. We went through what I did <laughs> on the Monday Night Live show. <clears throat> and it's been great, bro. It's been a really great year. We've hit the 10K mark. You know, that's really sick, right? That's really awesome. And I just want to wish everybody a good morning. And hopefully uh, you guys have a great day, dude. That's the end of the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. So I do have some dumbest comments of the week. I have uh, some articles that we can go through, you know, some new developments in the M3 tactical thing that we're going to talk about and stuff. And I just want to preface this. Look, you know, I don't know what's going on, really. I'm just reporting what's out there right now. You know what I'm saying? That I see and shit. You know, because Mike Emler has uh, done a bunch of stuff and things are just, bro, things are getting crazy with the M3 technical. And I don't know who's telling the truth, honestly. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but it's definitely fun to look at, you know what I mean, and talk about as a group. We discuss it on here in this early morning, bro early early morning uh on monday the live show on monday night is going to have a lot of things i'm unboxing a giant package from mark h our homie mark h hope he's listening right now got your package buddy um <clears throat> uh and uh i have i'm doing the giveaway on monday i added a few more prizes to it i've got a qb knife in there spider girl badly too the Cold Steel 8015, and I'm putting in some, like, a shitload of swag in that one uh, from Blue Creek, from NAFSAIL. Uh, there's, it's crazy, like, how much you're going to get because NAFSAIL sent me, like, like bits and, and just a lot of stuff is, is going to come in this uh, giveaway. So definitely tune into that on Monday night at 9, oh, sorry, at 7.30 p.m. That is going to be a good one, a big one. My homie, the silent golfer, is on here. That's my homie from Urban. I got your package, buddy, by the way. Going to unbox that today. <clears throat> had, a, had an emergency meeting, bro. I had an emergency meeting. Uh, so I had to, like, literally do all my work for Urban. And then I had to leave. Uh, I had an emergency, dude. A family emerge. A family emerge that I did not know I was going to have. I had to go to my mom's house because it was her birthday. <laughs> And uh, I didn't know we were going to go because I have work, right? And um, 
you know, out of nowhere, Kelly's like, yo, let's, let's go, you know? And, um, uh, you know, my mom is 70, I think she's 73. And I start thinking this about this a lot now, you know, cause my, my pet, my dad passed away already like a while back. And, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, I, I just think like I should just be around her as much as I can, you know, because she's getting up there in, in the, the age. And even though I had to drop, bro, Kelly and I had to drop $150 on Uber just to get there. Like we paid it because $150 is not worth, you know, the, you know, I don't know how much more time I have with her, you know, and, and I love my mom, dude. You know, I'm, I'm get teary eyed right now. I just start crying on the show. Uh, and, you know, she's she's doing great. Good, good health and everything. <clears throat> but, you know, I was like, it, I took it easy yesterday morning. Usually when I have a slow morning, when I know uh, the content for the day is not going to give me a hard time. I um, took it easy in the morning, you know, gave myself a mental break. I felt great. Worked out a little bit later. <clears throat> and then Kelly's like, hey, we should go, you know, and she's always the voice of reason to me, like Kelly. And I started thinking, I was like, man, you know, I know, like, my, my day is always busy because I'm making a lot of content. But I'm like, let me push right now. Let me push, you know, so that I could go to this. Uh, hold on, let me let me actually stop sharing this for now. because We'll watch it in a second. <clears throat> I said, let me push right now so I can get to <clears throat> get to my mom's birthday, right? <clears throat> and then I finished shooting everything and editing everything for Urban at around like 2 p.m. But I had to still edit for my own stuff. And I still had to post for Urban and things like that. And then I, I forgot, bro. I forgot that I was going to be on a call with my EDC collab group, which has like some giants, bro, some giants in there. Um, Everyday Minimalist is in there, uh, even though he wasn't on the call last night. Everyday Minimalist is in there. Accessorize Me is in there. And he was on the call yesterday. <clears throat> we were like on a, like a little Google Hangouts call, you know, with video and everything. We're talking about um, things that we learned about doing YouTube this year. Uh, what's like the biggest mystery that we're trying to solve in 2023 as a content creator. Like really inside baseball, <clears throat> inside baseball kind of stuff that you want to be in this call, bro. If you were a content creator... You you know, accessorize me, just hit a million subscribers as an EDC and tech content creator. You want to be, and he was like so cool too. So I was in there with John Gadget, accessorize me, Maurice Moves, guys that are way bigger than me, max level EDC. I'm talking guys that are like shakers and movers, you know what I mean? In EDC, they're not primarily knife channels, you know, they're mostly uh, spread out. But I was on that call for two hours. So, and at four, I'm like, yo, I gotta leave. I gotta go meet Kelly, you know, at the hospital where she works at and then take the Uber from there to my mom. So I really had a crazy busy day. And um, yeah, man, you know, just uh, yeah, I had that emergency on my mom's. I had to go for this birthday thing. And, you know, here's some good uh, footage on that. If you guys want to check it out here. Bye -bye. My mom's birthday. Bye. Look at all this. Bye. We're doing Korean barbecue at home Bye. right now. Love you. What? <laughs> Yo, this is mad good right now. Oh, there's a white. Yeah, it's pretty lit, man. So, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, that's one of the things that I definitely want to do is just 
kind of just take some more time for, you know, people and things that are important to me in 2023, just kind of, um, give a little more time to that. I'm so focused on making content, bro. It's, and just trying to make the channel the best that it can be that sometimes I don't know how to take a break, you know, whenever Kelly is like, Hey, I want to, I want to go on vacation. I get fucking upset, bro. You know what I'm saying? Do you guys know for one day that I don't post, I lose 20,000 views on my channel? It's pretty insane, like, that you could quantify it like that. And, um, yeah, you know, it, but but sometimes, man, you got to do that, yo. Yo, Matt Hoff, thank you for coming through, man. Sorry, I had a little long intro this morning. Um, thank you for coming through, Matt Hoff. Hope you can come back again a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, it's just things that are on my mind, guys, you know, is is uh, it's like, oh, you know, so I got to make time for for things that are important, man. You know, the channel is super fucking important, dude. I think about it all the time. It's like, you know, I go on dates with Kelly and I'm like still, you know, shooting stuff for Instagram, <laughs> even though like, you know, even though I'm not uh working on like knife content, I'm always doing some type of content, man. Like, that's all I do. That's all I do, dude. And uh, sometimes it's just tough. It's tough for me to take a break. But la last night I actually did it, you know, and I posted it and everything. Everything went well, posted, you know, did all my work. And it's like, oh, I guess I can do it, you know. So you can do it, guys. You can freaking do it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know what else you can do? You can go to Asia, the amazing outdoors and have a great time, bro. It is 90 minutes away from New York City, and it's located in Lower Catskills, Woodridge, New York. All right. A happy holidays from the Asia crew right here. And you can win. I've been pushing this. This ATV is $10,000. The raffle's only 50 bucks, bro. 10,000 bones ATV. Polaris 450 CCATV, bro. And you get an Asia Diamond member experience for the day. Second place, you get one free ATV tour. Third place, you get free meals for a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it is $50. $50 to enter. So uh, the rules are you have to message them on Instagram, your email address, and they will send you instructions on uh, the raffle and how to enter and all that stuff. And they'll send you confirmation. So that is uh, Asia New York on Instagram. And look, I'm so happy we got this to over 2,200 followers. I was saying like we should do that. And it was it was really awesome. And I know you guys had a hand in that. So much love to you, man. I, I really appreciate that, guys. Uh, Asia is a campgrounds where they have trails and you get patches for trails for completing them. Like these gentlemen here who are riding these uh, these bikes, bro. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you get to see, he says here, Asia's Black Trail, Christian Soriano and the MX crew got to conquer it and receive the Black Trail patch. You see what I'm saying? So you do get patches and things, <clears throat> but it's pretty dope. And right now I was up there. It's a little bit frozen over right now. There's snow and all that, but you can do like, you can still do the ATV, bro. I didn't get to do it. I was so upset I didn't get to do it, but I was too busy with the family. We spent Christmas up there, but like, look at this. <laughs> look how awesome that is dude that's so amazing man i wanted to do that the air is like nice and clean you know you got that nice snowy air bro 
This looks so awesome right here. So ATVs are kind of their main thing, but there are other activities as well. You can go tubing, you can go skiing, snowboarding, things like that. Um, and uh, yeah, they have a little bit of everything there. You have food there as well. And actually, uh, the guy who cooked the food was the guy who cooked our Christmas like meal. <laughs> this guy is amazing. We had a whole like roast pork thing and like crazy, like a whole buffet. Dude. This guy is incredible. And what ca what campgrounds you know can you name that has this type of service right there? They have a restaurant on site, so people that camp there can just eat and then head out. You know, head out, go hiking. They got like truffle fries, giant cheeseburgers. They got all that. They have um, wings, bagoong wings, sinigang nachos, like just stuff you don't really expect, but it's there. And you know, kids pick up this ATV stuff like really easily. My nephew learned in like less than five minutes. I learned in less than five minutes. I don't even have a license. I don't even drive a car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yo, Max Level EDC is here. I was just talking about, uh, I was just talking about uh, our call yesterday. It was absolutely amazing. It was amazing, man. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, campgrounds here. And, you know, let's say like you don't want to go ATVing. They got good old fashioned camping, bro. They have it. You know what I mean? They have that. They have that. <laughs> this is like a whole video of the property. The guy's like on a unicycle here. It's a pretty awesome place. Nice outdoors um, where they have a bunch of different things to do. You can also like, you don't have to camp. Let's say you don't want to camp, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to look for the camping uh, thing right here. Here it is. So people that go there in groups, like they'll get like, tour buses or like group packages and people will say like i have like 60 people that are coming and then they just accommodate like big parties so it's it's really dope man they, they've got got it down to a science uh hosting big groups as well and if you um let's say you want to cater an event like your son is graduating or something you can do that at asia bro do you want your kids to graduate do you want them to graduate? I'm trying to look for the graduation thing right now. I can't find it. Where's that, where's that kid? <laughs> yeah, right here. Look at this kid. Do you want your kid to graduate, bro? This kid had a graduation party there. This kid is going to graduate his whole life. He's probably going to be a doctor, a lawyer, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, increase his earning potential, dude, by throwing him a party at Asia, bro. So they do cater events there. And you just got to give them a call or shoot, uh, shoot them a DM, actually, and just, uh, you know, let them know what you want. And they'll, they have people they're hooked up with that can make things happen. So shoot them a DM on uh, Instagram, AZ in New York. And let's say you don't want to camp outside, but you want to enjoy nature. They have homes for rent as well. Homes like this. Look at that, bro. Just be chilling there. Go out during the day then stay in the house. Or you could stay in an RV. That's also an option that is available. And if you want to gamble at night, Resorts World Casino is less than 10 minutes away. I know because when I went to Asia, I had breakfast at Resorts World. And then I went to Asia afterwards. So definitely give Asia New York a follow on the Instagram. 90 minutes away from New York City, located in Lower Catskills, Woodridge, New York. They're by appointment only, so do not go there. Um, yeah, and let's get this to 2,300 followers, guys. That's going to be absolutely amazing. Now, the next sponsor of the show is NAFSale, bro. NAFSale is the best place to buy and sell your EDC gear. Forget eBay. Forget this forum stuff. Forget 
posting on IG and there's all these weird sketchy people trying to message you, hey, I'll trade you my uh, I, I, I don't I don't have two hundred dollars, but I will give you an Essie Azula two and my left ball sack and we could do a trade. And you just like, what do I even say to that on NAF sale? They handle all the back end. OK, and you're thinking like, oh, my God, they're going to take so much money away. Hey, eBay is going to take your 13 percent. This is only 7.5 percent, dude. OK, uh, why NAF sale? It's for knife lovers everywhere. Anyone can buy and sell. Our truly custom platform is designed to be used by knife nuts all over the world. OK, secure payments and safe shipping. Easy checkout for buyers. Crystal clear payouts for sellers and tracking updates every step of the way up to 100 percent buyer and seller protection. So if you don't get a knife and you buy a knife on NAF sale, you getting money, bro. And if you don't get it, you know, it is 100% buyer and seller protection. Uh, trustworthy community, our peer-to-peer rating system makes it easy to buy and sell with confidence. They do five-star giveaways as well. So if you have a five-star rating, you can win things like this Hogue Deca, which went to Lockside Leprechaun. And it's real humans, bro. Our founding team is standing by for support. You've got a live chat functionality right here. We have chatted with NAFSAIL on this actual show. Actually, it was Good Morning EDC. And I knew it was a human because they sent me memes, bro. They were memeing me up, trying to make me feel better about myself. Uh, they are official retailers of Giant Mouse as well as Urban EDC. So if there are things that are out of stock there, you might find them in stock here. Now, you go to the buy section. This is my favorite part. And you will see a plethora, bro. A plethora of knives, all right? A plethora of knives. Look at this. You know what I'm saying? Max Level EDC says, this stream is currently lacking in EDC and knife talk. This is how I pay the bills, baby. This is how your boy, despite being a smaller channel, doesn't have to work a job. I do this. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, But yeah, this is a really cool site right here. Uh, because you can find knife groupings that are being sold by individuals like us and things that you don't see that are normally together. You know what I'm saying? Like the Chavez Liberation 229 Tonto. You've got, look, an Olamic here, Whippersnapper. You have a Sniper Blade Works. And, not, you know, all of them aren't, like, super expensive. Some of them are, like, a lot cheaper. Like, look at this Rike Hummingbird Plus, $95. So this is the large version of the Hummingbird right here. Um, and what I like to do is I like to shout this stuff out. So I will go on NAF sale and take a look around and whatever the best deals are, like I'll shout it out usually. Uh, so if you post something on here and you post a great deal, maybe your boy is going to uh, make a community post about it, make an IG story about it and shout out your post. Uh, but there are definitely some cool stuff. Look, they even have um, Swiss Army knives now. This is a Swiss champ for 75 bucks. And uh, what I like to do is cross-reference with the retail. But they have a lot of cool stuff here. There was a 940-1 that's normally $315 on Blade HQ, and it was only $185.99 here. That's the kind of deals that you could find on here. So really, really dope shit. Definitely check out nafsale.com to buy and sell your EDC gear. Now back to the show. I'm going to see who is in here. I'm going to see who is in here right now. Uh, we've got Aaron B. We have Trey Payton. Uh, yo, Trey, I have your stuff still. And the people who won the Urban EDC Good Morning EDC giveaway, I have your stuff here. Just been uh, real busy this week. I'm going to try to get it sent out today, okay? I've gotten uh, your confirmations in the email or Instagram. 
So you are getting your prizes. I'm not like fucking stealing them, dude. And, you know, you guys are seeing me three times a week in live shows anyway. So it's not like I'm running away. It's like right here, literally. Trey, I think you won the uh, Alliance Designs uh, Ice Light, right? Which is crazy. And it was like your first stream ever. <laughs> Pretty wild. Um, and let's see. I've got Matt Hoff is in here. Ed Durbin is in here. Good morning. Um, who else do we have? Oh, we have a new guy here. Perman Zemp. Greetings. Hi, man. From Switzerland. How's it going? Thank you for coming through. We got Doomsday in the house right here. What's up, man? Thank you for sending me uh, the stickers, by the way. I have them. I'm going to be utilizing those for um, <clears throat> I'm going to be utilizing those for giveaways and things like that. So we're going to get a little bit of uh, advertisement for, for, for you, my friend. Uh, we have Hey Man coming in through here. <clears throat> we have Nuts for Knives. Thank you for coming through. And uh, Matt is in here lurking, I'm sure. He said, yo, everything all good when I was talking about my mom. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you so much for coming through. Who else is in here? G-Ball Vision. What's up? What's up? We got me with Knives Mark, my homie. What, how's it going, dude? Um, uh, what's up, everybody? That is me with Knives Mark. And let's go down here. So I'm going to keep going down now because I missed a lot of the chat because I was ranting for a while. Hey, Kyle Dunn. What's up, my dude? What's up? What's up? Uh, I'm going to go all the way down now. So he says, uh, I thought I saw something here where he asked, do you stream to Twitch at the same time? Yes, I stream to Twitch, YouTube, as well as Twitter at the same time. I actually want to stream on Instagram live and I want to stream on Facebook too. But like when I try to do it on Facebook, it kind of like messed everything up. So I cut that part out. Uh, I'm going to have to figure it out. But again, you know, the R&D for doing this stuff, it's like I have so much going on. When you're creating potentially 500 pieces of content a month, like it's really tough. So I can give you a Twitch Prime. I have Twitch Prime. I got the I got the Twitch Prime, dude. I mean, uh, uh, if you, you're gonna get it to me for free, I, ha I have it. Don't you get Twitch Prime if you have Prime? Is that what happens? I thought that's what happens. Um, is it? I don't know. I, I definitely have Twitch Prime though. How does YouTube and Facebook use two devices? Facebook is wonky. Yeah, it's weird. Um. It's weird how it works with everything, including Twitter. But he's like, no, I can sub for free on Twitch to you and give you $5. Yeah. I, appreciate, I would appreciate that, my friend. I would definitely appreciate that. So today we're going to be talking about, uh, do you guys want to do Informer? Because there's a lot of stuff going on, right? So uh, here's what's going on right now. Um, <clears throat> you guys, I'm sure you guys have seen it on Instagram, the M3 tactical stuff. You guys have seen it, right? Uh, we're going to talk about it now. Um, <clears throat> Mike Emler. For people that don't know, M3 tactical is this U.S. OEM that has been getting kind of, I don't know if slander is the right word, but people have been, uh, Alex Steingrabber basically is accusing them of getting their stuff made by Bestec, and it's really not looking good. We talked about this last week, 
And uh, yeah, Mike Emler <laughs> uh, posted some stuff because I, Alex Steingraber basically released an invoice to M3 Tactical, and it looks like it's from Bestec, which is here. I don't know if you guys can see that. Um, but it definitely looks like a Chinese invoice. Now, I haven't gotten made uh, uh, knives made in China, but I've gotten, I've sourced other stuff. Like I worked in the jewelry industry, and we've gotten invoices that look just like this. And people that I know that are um, small batch makers have told me that this is exactly what an invoice from Bestec looks like. Uh, because that is the accusation is that Bestec is making their stuff and then they are able to sell it for a much cheaper rate here in the US and then they claim it's USA made. And, um, uh, you know, Mike Emler here. And by the way, I'm going to preface this right now. M3 Tactical, don't fucking sue me because I am just reporting what is out there. I'm not claiming this to be true or not because these guys, M3 has been, you know, threatening like lawsuits and stuff like that. I am allowed to report what is out there. I'm not sure what's going on, but I can show this. It's like my right, bro. Um, it says, well, 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 the chicken is coming home to roost, Bobby Boucher. That is from The Waterboy. Making complete knives in China without assembling them here and passing them off as American-made. I guess they went to the Jake Hoback School of Business before anyone throws a fit and says, Mike, you have knives made in China. Yeah, but I don't say that they're made in the USA. I have nothing against Chinese knives. I would have nothing against them coming out and saying, uh, look, we're going to make some of this stuff stateside and some of our stuff will be offshore until we can afford to move everything stateside and move into a facility that will support all of the machine. And we want to do here, but they didn't do that. They lied and tried to hide it. Now, it says here, M3 Tactical actually posted here. Not sure where you're getting this info and who made the invoice, but it seems some people just don't want to be wrong and will go to any extreme. This is actually... This is actually where I'm like, how was this invoice obtained? You know what I'm saying? Because I oh, I'm it's not like I'm giving the benefit of the doubt, but if I'm gonna like accuse people, like I have to be able to disclose this. Like if you're you know thinking about it like in a court of law or whatever, how was this invoice obtained? Because you can make this. You can make this. You know, you can actually make this. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, but there are like fucking, uh, oh shit, Jesus Christ, what's going on here? Reset it. I can't zoom in. It, it's not letting me, it's doing some weird stuff, but there's like banking, not, not, there's like, a not account information, but like beneficiaries and like names and all this stuff here. So it, it's weird. Oh, there is an account number here too. Damn. They just disclosed that. Isn't that like mad illegal, bro? <laughs> That's what I'm saying is like, who would leak this information unless it was like hacked or something right because apparently there's emails now as well right i i guys i'm just gonna tell you this right now i did the bare minimum fucking research on this i'm just i just wanted us to be able to talk about it as a group because we had fun with it last week and uh you know mike emler posted this and he said that they uh i think m3 tactical might have blocked him Oh my God, look at this. Uh-oh, what happened? And it says, move to China. <laughs> Bro, savage bird. Move to China. <laughs> Flawless victory. Definitely blocked. I just looked them up and they're still there. Yeah, so he got blocked. And uh, Alex Steingraber was the first one to put this on his stories and like say this is proof or whatever. 
it's it's a weird and odd thing. And I figured we could come together as a group and talk about it. So I'm going to go through uh, what you guys are saying about this right now. OK, uh, let's see what's going on. <clears throat> let's see what you guys say. Da, 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 right here. OK, so we've got high quality. Yes, but you're lying to your consumers. Knife community will bring them down to earth. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't care. Here's the thing. I get fucking so upset when people go in my comment section when I'm showing like a Riyadh or a Kaiser or a Bestech or an artisan cutlery and say like, oh, this is China made bullshit. I don't care where things are made as long as they are a good product. Of course, I feel better when they're made in the USA because I'm helping out the country that I live in and I'm helping out someone that may be my neighbor or like, you know, a small batch maker or something like that. But at the same time, don't lie about it. Be, if you are going to be a USA-made company, be as forthcoming as you can because these internet super sleuths are going to fuck you up, dude. They are going to fuck you up and you're going to be done. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're definitely going to take a hit. Maybe you'll bounce back, but just be completely honest about it and you're going to be fine because right now on the internet, people just like this clickbait, like outrage stuff. That is what gets news. That's why I'm talking about it, because so many people are like upset by this right now. Um, and I still don't have a definitive answer. I don't know if they're lying and I don't know if this invoice is procured and created by someone because who would leak this? The person who leaked this is literally risking their own livelihood by leaking this. Or was it like hacked into or something? You know what I mean? And, and they got some emails and stuff like that. I have no freaking idea, bro. I have no idea. Um, let's see. 100% lying is not okay, says my homie Max Level EDC. Best deck is super good, but why lie? Exactly. I have actually gotten to try some M3 tactical knives, and they are made well, right? If they did make them, just show like show proof of it. You know what I'm saying? If they are doing this is uh, is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I, I still don't know. Doesn't seem like actual proof, though. More conjecture. Exactly, bro. Conjecture. That's like a that's like a law word, bro. The fact that they are defending it so hard, that's sus as fuck. But if you're going to defend it, right, defend it with proof, dude. Show your shop. Show that you can sh you can do all these things. It's It's just not looking good. You know, agreed. Why lie? Really dumb on their part. Jake Hoback must have been in the boardroom. Hey, at least Jake Hoback was like, hey, like he he fessed up to it. You know what I mean? Maybe there was some weird. Uh, I don't want to say like um, misinformation or something like that. Misinformation. They like, make the frogs gay. <laughs> they make the frogs. They make the frogs gay. That is Will Sasso as Alex Jones, and that is our conspiracy drop. Where is CPM when you need him? Right? <laughs> no, but it's like I don't want to, you know. But but one hundred percent before the the accusations and in that video by Jake Hoback came out, you know, places like Blade HQ and Knife Center were listing these knives as made in the USA, like. Did people didn't check at all, you know? So, you know, but then other retailers, should the retailers get in trouble too for not doing due diligence that these things are made in the USA or not? 
You know, we here's what's a, a cool thing about NAF sale is when we ask them, what if you buy a knife on NAF sale and it turns out to be a clone? Like you're protected by NAF sale, bro. You know what I'm saying? You guys are gonna do an investigation. You can show everything. Like that's cool. You know, that's why that's why I believe in them. They do stuff like that. But you know, shouldn't like these retailers kind of be held accountable as well because they profited off this stuff? You know what I mean? You're telling me the documents with no proof of origin can be faked. <laughs> Inconceivable. You guys are funny. Oh, thank you so much, Matt. We are. <laughs> yo, yo, Matt, don't get fired, bro. Don't get fired. It was obtained in ways that are traceable. They thought they were talking with the M3 company reps via email and didn't vet they were emailing M3. Huh. Alex is a great guy, but he sticks his foot in the door in a lot of issues. Yeah, I I went through like some of that and uh, I, I, I don't want to get involved in that way. I'm just reporting what's out there. You know, one thing I know is this React XO is sharp as fuck. Yo, bro, facts on that. Facts on that. His knives are OP as fuck, but this is a distraction. Yeah, emails have fingerprints that can be traced. That's what I mean. I'm just like, are they complaining in the chat using foreign made using a foreign made phone? Yo, that is the one thing too. I don't know if you guys watch uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, the JRE. I fucking love it, and they just had a guy. Uh, Siddharth something I think his name is and he exposed like the cobalt mining and like literally for our phones and like all the devices that have batteries and shit like that there are people just jammed in these mines with babies on their backs bro just ham using hammers to chip away cobalt and like inhaling toxic fumes just so we can have smartphones doesn't matter if it's Samsung doesn't matter if it's Apple that's what that's what you're that's what people are sacrificing for you. Watch the podcast if you, if you have because they show footage of it, which is wild. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you're complaining about this U.S. Uh, China made knives. And then you have like a fucking iPhone where people are literally jumping off the building, killing themselves. <laughs> like, What's even funnier, and I've mentioned this before, is people will make these comments on my TikTok. And I'm like, OK, you're posting using an iPhone made by Chinese people on a Chinese app. About my knife that's made in China. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Dumbest comments of the week. Right? It's so dumb. <laughs> it's not right to lie to people about where your knives are from. Bestack is a good company. React too. But don't say you're a USA-made company when you're not. Big mistake. Yeah, people are very upset about it. I don't care about Chinese made at all. I have over 100 Chinese knives. Probably 150. The point is lying about it. That's the only problem. It's like, dude... You know, look at Jack Wolf knives, right? I think he doesn't claim USA made. Um, but like it's like really great quality. I think it used to be made by Riyadh. I don't know who it's made by now. But like you can't deny that the quality is there if you've ever had a Jack Wolf knife. You know what I mean? And and I think to me, like that is more important than like this stamp because dude, some USA made knives are fucking shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's not the end all be all anymore. Like, it, does it really affect your bottom line or not? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a knife company. I'm just like, you know, talking out of my ass here, you know? 100% defend with proof. All they have to do is show the knives in the shop. But since they can't, I'd say it's not looking good for them. It's far too easy to prove a false, prove this false if you make them in the USA. Like, 100%, dude. Just show, 
show your shop, show the knives being assembled. All of that stuff is very easy to do. Is very easy to do. Define made in the USA. If everything is milled overseas and the screws and pivots are put in the USA, is it made in the USA? Um, made in the USA is like um like tech accessories, right? You know, I worked with them a couple of months ago. Um, their entire like manufacture, manufacturing like factory or whatever is in Arizona. Like they make all the stuff there. You know what I mean? That's made in the USA, right? Everything is made here. Um, what's the other one? Uh, I think Origin. They make boots and stuff. That's Jocko Willink's company. You know, the Jack, like, uh, Navy SEAL guy. Yeah, his podcast is pretty good, too. Um, uh, but, yeah, he makes, like, boots and jeans and stuff. And he all the manufacturing is done here. That's made in the USA, you know? Uh, let's keep going down here. 51% of the making the product is threshold for made in the USA. Oh shit. See, Chuck it, Chuck it dropping some knowledge here. See, I knew this was going to be a good topic to talk about. Like everyone here is like very interested in this, you know, and, and M3 again, like don't fucking come at me saying like, yo, we're going to, you know, put a lawsuit on you with slander. I am only reporting what's out there. I'm not claiming what is true or false. I'm putting out what's out there because my audience wants to talk about it. And it is the hot topic issue in the knife community right now, where me as a super casual knife guy who only does aesthetics, action and ergonomics in my reviews and how I view knives. I don't even I'm not a, even a big super steel guy or anything like that. I, I caught wind of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I caught wind of it. That's how big this fucking thing is. Every day, it's like every every day or two, I just he see a new thing about it. I hear a new thing about it on a group chat. It's like people are talking about this. Uh, want to go down the African mining rabbit hole? You will never buy a diamond again. My wife won't even wear her engagement ring anymore. The De Beers are evil. Yeah, that's another one. You know, the diamond thing is definitely tough. Uh, but the the cobalt thing. It's crazy because everything electronic pretty much that uses batteries is using that. And you don't get to see the very bottom of the supply chain. And it's just, dude, there's just so many people just cramped in this little thing, you know, and you watch the podcast, bro. Watch the uh, watch the podcast um, uh, on Joe Rogan podcast with, with that guy. And uh, you'll see like how bad it is. And it's like. We are carrying like, dude, I have a Samsung right here, man, you know, and it doesn't even matter if it's Apple or Samsung or any other phone, like the way they're getting the cobalt for these things is through that. So like everyone is actually carrying this death dealer like in their pocket, bro. It's pretty fucked up. It, it, I mean, it's heavy. Like if you don't want to watch something heavy, you know, don't watch it because you're going to feel like shit, dude. I've had more issues with high end USA than high end Chinese. Uh, I, I can, I can, yeah, I agree with that. These custom knife makers use these manufacturers and the knives turn out great, even though the manufacturers are in China and the designers in America. It's great. Uh, getting really competitive. I, I agree with you, bro. The, the three brands that, uh, the three small batch brands this year that we talked about that were like crushing it, right? Vero Engineering, EMP EDC, and Null Knives. Like all of their um, pre-orders always sell out. And they're manufactured by Best Tech and QSP. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So the Chinese OEM work is is crazy right now. 
country of origin doesn't affect potential quality, but it does affect what people are willing to pay for that quality. I actually do have some dumb uh, comments of the week where we somebody talked about this. Uh, tech accessories is actually trying to make in the USA. Oh, is it? I thought they weren't made in the USA. That's what I thought. Um, I'm not in the made USA bag bag and I don't care where it's made. I want the best product for the money. Facts on that, bro. Origin is almost crazy with how made in the USA they are trying to go. Yeah, Origin's wild, man. I, I definitely want to try their stuff. Ray, I was so jealous. You are working with tech accessories. I've been on that tip for like three years. Them and EDC Specialties are awesome companies. They're really good. I've liked a lot of their gear. Oh, hey, hi. I want to offer promotion to your channels. Thank you so much. I don't even know how to say your name, but you're definitely a bot. That's on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, diamonds are 100% worthless. One of the most common forms of carbon in the world. Dude, I was in the jewelry industry for maybe six, eight years, probably. Maybe even longer. It's just the worst. <laughs> just the worst. No, probably 12 years. Before I started um, the CBD shop. Yeah, probably 12 years. If I have a choice, I would prefer a USA-made knife, but I've had and still have some sweet China-made knives. The work conditions overseas can be crazy. Modern-day slavery at its finest. That is 100% facts, guys. I don't know about, like, you know, like Chinese knife factories. I'm not sure about that. Um, I have gone to the Philippines and sourced some gear. And, yo, it's, it's like, like, not gear. Sourced, like... Um, like places where they make like doorknobs, you know, fancy ones, you know, people do the wax carving and all that. Um, and what I can tell you, since I was born in a third world country, is the people that are at these places are actually glad that they have these jobs because getting a job at McDonald's is hard in the Philippines. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if you if you can just be in your shorts, you don't have a shirt on, it's a hot, humid day, you're in the shop just carving a wax carving for like a fucking seashell doorknob. <laughs> like it's, it's chill, you know? So it, it's a different mindset out there. Just look at Vero so good. I mean, so good that I'm no longer interested in expensive. Knives. <laughs> well, I know this, my friend max level EDC is in love with the Magna cut, uh, Hogue, uh, Deca. That's like his knife. It's like the, the knife to end all knives. <laughs> Uh, that video clip from the cobalt mine was wild for a place where there's not supposed to be art artisanal miners. There were a lot true on that. It's It was crazy that, that it's just crazy. Now, you want to talk USA made flashlights doesn't exist. Literally, all the internal electronics are made overseas. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Googling last night, there's only one made USA cell phone that exists, period. And it probably sucks, right? <laughs> Just found out Microtech will, will be 10 minutes away from a new apartment. Oh, are you in NC? I thought Microtech was in NC. Am I wrong on that, Aaron? Um, let's go for some... Uh, damn, we did damn, we did a lot longer on that than I thought. We did 20 minutes on, on N3 Tactical, bro. Uh, you guys want to do... Oh, I have an article from Me With Knives Mark, actually, that we should check out. Uh, I'm going to show you guys right now because this is this definitely involves us and it's a, a very interesting topic. Informer this week is the informer se uh, segment this week is, is awesome. So this is an, uh, an article right here and it says students suspension 
uh, over pocket knife has parents absolutely floored. So this kid right here had like, uh, damn, what sucks is like the knife is like pretty shit too. It's like one of those tack force. Look at this. Right. Okay. All right. So this is what happened. Let me reset this. Uh, let's read what's in the caption here. The caption says, Owen Valentino, 17, holds a photograph of the pocket knife that got him suspended for 37 days during the fall 2022 semester. Owen said he freely admitted to school administrators that he had the knife, which he had left in his backpack from a part-time job. So a Catskill High School honors student and Boy Scout. Um, so this guy, it was a good student, was suspended for a total of 37 days after leaving a small pocket knife he used at an after-school job in his backpack, which he handed to the administrators before an unrelated search of his person. Oh, so they were searching him for some reason? I wonder what that reason is. That's That unrelated search, I want to know what that is. Um, so Owen said that he had accidentally left the knife in his backpack after using it to cut carpet for a part-time job uh, doing landscaping and odd jobs at a property in town. He was originally suspended for five days beginning October 27, but was given an additional 32-day suspension after he, uh, a hearing with administrators, a decision that absolutely floored the family. His mother, Colleen Rosenblatt, said the two-month pause in the teen's education and efforts to fight it have taken Valentino's focus off college preparations, according to Rosenblatt. It has prompted an outpouring of support from friends, scout leaders, and educators who believe that the punishment is unjust, and it has shown a spotlight on the choices school administrators face when they are trying to adhere to federal school safety rules while implementing local student conduct codes aimed at keeping schools safe. Now, let me know how you guys feel about this. I thought it was a, kind of a really interesting topic for EDC people. Like if this happened, I know you guys have kids. If this happened to your kid, like what would you do, right? If that happened, look at this elbow cough call. <laughs> Everyday city carry up until the early 30s, pocket knives were required for all students and you would be sent home without one for sharpening pencils. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, right? The unrelated search was because someone accused them of vaping in a school bathroom, I believe. Imagine punishing young people for being prepared. It's tough, you know. Oh, shit. I got a, uh, I got a thing from... Holy shit. From Jeremiah, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Jeremiah. Appreciate that, buddy. I don't know how I missed that. So sorry about that. Um... Thank you so much for that super chat. I appreciate it, dude. I hope you got your prizes, by the way. You got it, right? Let me know. I think you did. But, you know, I hope that you got your prize. Uh, Jeremiah won my 9K giveaway, which was like two weeks ago <laughs> or something. It is absolutely insane. But but uh, I hope you got it, buddy. Thank you so much for the donor. I appreciate that. Confiscate it. Listen to his excuse. Call his parents to pick it up and give it to him at the end of the day. End of story. Now. Now. um. It is, he was in the Catskills, all right? That is, that is like, you know, Your Honor, Exhibit A, right? Because it's like Woodsy and shit. Asia is in the Catskills. So I would expect the culture of young people to be a little bit different than, let's say, here in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Now, in New York City, I went to, I went to high school in Hillcrest High School, and we had a metal detector, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? You needed a metal detector to go in. We had a nursery because we were number two in teen pregnancies in, in the fucking city. And, um, you know, that's not a place where you want to accidentally like bring a pocket knife. Right. Because people were robbing, you know, students were robbing other students. Like I've seen it, you know, students get mugged, get beat up. It's a little bit of a different story. Now, in the Catskills, though, where a lot of kids um, might be in the Boy Scouts, <clears throat> might be doing these, uh, you know, after school landscaping ish jobs or might be just going like fishing or something. You know, like the culture is different. I would think that the severity of the um, punishment will be different as well. And I agree with you guys. I think that you should talk to the parents, you know, find out if that landscaping thing is true, all of this kind of stuff, and then kind of like decide from there, you know. And he wasn't, he didn't even have a vape. <laughs> he didn't have enough, he didn't even have a vape, according to you guys. So, yeah, it's, it's like, um, I, I think you should go depending on the location. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got busted with a knife in school, was in the barn cutting bales of hay, and the bus got there early, ran to the bus. The driver saw me put the knife in my backpack, was expelled. Oh, God, bro, expelled. Holy shit. My brother had a box cutter on him, and he suspended for a week. This was, he was in high school. I think he went to Fort Hamilton in Brooklyn. And he went fishing with my cousin. Um, and, and it's fun. I was really young when this happened. This is my second oldest brother. He's the guy, the Asia guy. Um, and uh, he had a box cutter in his bag. And the reason he gave us, I, I went fishing with my cousin. And, you know, we did have a, an actual cousin that was a lot older. And they did go fishing. And, you know, we were using that, um, I don't know, maybe to cut lines or I don't know what they were doing. But that's what, it, what his excuse was. And he wasn't, like, hurting anyone with it. They just found it in his bag. So I think he got in trouble for something else. And um, they found that. And he got suspended for a week. You know? Box cutter, too. Um, damn, it's crazy. You guys got some stuff here. Uh, let's see. Um, you are moving to my home state, opposite side of the state, like six-hour drive, but really nice where you're going. Nice people are hanging out in the comments. Knives are not weapons. No more so than a hammer or pry bar or screwdriver. The difference is that there is not a single man-made product in the world not touched by a blade. Yeah, I mean, our school system is failing us in a bad way. When I was in school, I had a non-locking, uh, uh, I guess that's knife, and got suspended even though it, I also turned mine in. And I also got suspended. I lived in Maryland. It's tougher, I think, when you're talking inner city type stuff um, because there's a lot more violence. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, you know, growing up in New York um, from the 90s up until 2000s as like a young man and a kid, like I was taking the train when I was in sixth grade. I was taking the train already, uh, maybe like. Let me see. I was on 74th Street, so I would take the train uh, almost two miles away. So I would that it's a pretty long stop. So the amount of violence you see in, in an inner city like Queens, uh, Sunnyside, New York, stuff like that. You see kids like robbing each other, bro. You know, so I think that the severity of the punishment for bringing a knife to that type of thing is a little bit different. 
because it is actually happening. Whereas in like this kid is in the cat skills. You have to use your imagination like, oh, he was going to fucking take, you know, fight somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, and he's a Boy Scout, too. Like, what the, f- you know, um, uh, you can't have a tool, can't have the tool versus weapon discussion with people who have been taught to fear knives or people who don't use knives every day. Yeah, it's tough, man. My knife I got busted with was the uh, Smith's Army knife. Oh, Got everything overturned, wound up just getting a bunch of Saturday school days. Damn. That is terrible, bro. A Swiss army knife, too? What are you going to Oh, my God. You could stab somebody with a pen or a pencil, you know? Yeah, it's wild. I knew you guys would agree with this. Um, It's just crazy. I, I think that was too severe. To miss that many days of school is pretty terrible. <clears throat> I think the baby banter is one of the few knives that could actually sway people. Yeah, it's it's very uh, non-threatening. The baby banter, I do like it a lot. I actually want this. Is, I actually want like the banter, like family. And I, I'm sad I had to sell my wee banter because you know I needed money at the time. But uh, you know the baby banter, the banter, and the the large banter would be really cool to have in my collection. I think I want that. <clears throat> I'd be more scared of a hammer. Facts, bro. There was a gang, an Asian gang, a Vietnamese gang in New York City, known for hitting people with hammers. Uh, they were called Born to Kill. I guess it was named after the Born to Kill killer. They were called BTK. <laughs> they would carry hammers and just fuck people up, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I still have a, pen, a pencil tip in the skin of, on my stomach from a bus fight. I'm 46. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't like asking for free stuff. I have a really hard time with it. And I know Ben, too. Like, he's been on the podcast. Um, the last time he hit me up on Instagram, we talked about TikTok for like 30 minutes and how he found it very interesting uh, what people's attention is going to now. And I was on my way to my honeymoon. That's why I had to cut the conversation short. We probably would have talked for, for a lo- lot longer. Uh, but I'm just shy to ask for stuff. It's my, uh, you know. Whether it's my weakness or not. Oh, thank you so much, bro. Oh, yo, Max Level EDC. I did send your account to Kaiser. You do know that, right? I sent your account to K. Um, I put that in the group chat, the EDC collab group chat. I don't know if you saw that. There is a MC that all carry the large mag lights. They are all felons, so they can be busted on uh, the weapons charges for lives, but can still bust your head open. <laughs> bro, crazy. Uh, I have a couple of things that we can do here as a final segment. Um, we can do dumbest comments of the week. Dumbest comments of the week. Or, or we can make fun of what the best pocket knives are according to Wirecutter. And I have another website here, Outdoor Life. And we can see if like they're real. Like, What would you guys rather do? I'm going to let the audience decide on this one. Um, I think to see the best pocket knives of the year would be fun, especially from Wirecutter. Like I googled pocket knife, um, news twenty twenty two, and all of these popped up. And dude, some of these looked really bad. <laughs> some of these look terrible. <laughs> so it'll be a lot of fun to go through these with you. <clears throat> 
All right, here, let's do this. I don't I don't have I don't have any articles for that, bro. I don't have any articles. Look, I'm, I'm let me just show you guys what I have right now. That way you guys can check it out. So I have dumb comments, of course. We always have dumb comments every week. Uh this is what I have right here. Uh what did this guy say? What does it say here? Oh shit, Jesus. Oh, this okay. Let, let's just do one one dumb comment because this guy is like, this guy is yo. Anytime I post a bench made, this guy comments on it. And look, this is I'm gonna write. I'm gonna read to you what he wrote, and it doesn't even make sense. Call minute on another post about bench made knives. I'm sure he said commented. So this guy clearly can't type. They are all hype. Bar benchmade knives from high to low, and they're not really worth the price. Huh? And then he tags benchmade in the comment. Like he tags them in it. Now, this was on the Benchmade Anonymous, a video that did pretty well on my TikTok, and people really liked it. Um, it's a fixed blade, and I think I've shown it to you guys before. I'm, I'm sure you saw it on my YouTube. It is $261. It is a USA made fixed blade. This is it right here. And I like this knife, you know? Um, nice big fixed blade with crew wear, Cerakote G10. And this guy, <laughs> this guy just literally, look, call minutes on another post about Benchmade knives. They're all hype. Bar Benchmade knives from high to low. And they're really not worth the price. Now, do you guys think that Benchmade, because a lot of people actually have said this in my comment section of my TikTok, do you think Benchmade is just priced way too high now? And uh, maybe they're trying to compete with Spyderco and uh, just get to that price point because they are very expensive now, right? And a lot of people have been saying that. Hey, how's it going? Zero bites. Thank you for coming through today. Better safe than soggy. <laughs> Yo, facts, bro. Do you think Benchmade is a little too uh, you know, expensive now, dude? Oh, thank you so much, Jeremiah. Thank you very much. I think they're still priced pretty well. Um, they are more expensive now, but everything is more expensive now. Uh, I, I actually just did a video as well, the, the Benchmade Access Lock versus the Kaiser Clutch Lock. And, you know, the majority of people are saying, like, I'd rather have the Kaisers now because Benchmade is just too expensive for me. A lot of people are saying that. And the action on a Kaiser cl Clutch Lock is a lot better than even on a broken in Benchmade. That's just my opinion. All right. I've had both. I think the action on a Kaiser clutch lock which right from the get as soon as you take it out of the box is absolutely absolutely drop shutty just a joy to fidget with versus a benchmade that's been broken in already i think the action is still better on the clutch lock now i think people can make the arguments that maybe the benchmades last a lifetime with the warranty and all this stuff you know okay i'm not talking about that i'm talking about strictly just action I do think that the clutch lock just uh, outclasses um, the access lock now. And, uh, you know, it's been proven that um, other companies could make, could make like good access locks now or crossbar locks. We can't call them that anymore. Um, let's see here. 
I saw something about the Adamas. Uh, somebody posted about the Adamas. Who said that? My Adamas 275 blade deploys at the softest flick of the wrist. It fell off a stand and came fully open in front of my eight-year-old niece. Ooh. I actually like the action on the Adamas's that I've tried, but I can see how it would do that. It's funny how people will say Benchmade S30V knives are overpriced, but yet they'll pay $250 for the base Shaman. Ooh, and we got Hood to the Woods, my homie, uh, coming through here. Um, somebody said something. Oh, I need a stronger set of Omega Springs for the Mini Adamas. That's, you know what's funny, guys? That's actually my favorite Benchmade is the Adamas, the ones that I've tried. People have told me some horror stories, but I like it. Like for me, like the ones that I've tried, I've tried, I've tried two different mini Adamas and then I've tried a large Adamas, the regular size, and they were really good. But I didn't think about that issue. Like if it were to fall, would it like open? I, I think it probably would. <clears throat> the Adamas has a closing, closing issue. I, I didn't have that problem with it. But maybe, you know, QC thing. I mean... This Kaiser drop bear right here, this came like this. I actually adjusted this to be, I think I put it on level two. But that's the drop bear. And then the, um, the, the that's funny, the escort is in my pocket right now. Look at that. Very easy to adjust Omega Springs and comes with extra stronger Omega Springs in the box, bro. Uh, for on under $200 price point, the drop bear is like 109. You can get this one for 109 as well. If you get the, I think if you get the rich light version instead of the aluminum, but this one is the 20 CV model. So I think this is a little bit, a little bit pricier, but yeah, I mean, you do it. I think Kaiser made a better crossbar lock. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Now let's, uh, let's end it on this guy. We're going to do this. <clears throat> We're going to go to wire cutter. Okay, we're gonna go to wire cutter right now, and uh, we're gonna check out the best pocket knives of 2022. That's what it said in this article. Although I think it's lying because it says updated J January 26, 2021. <clears throat> um, Jesus, dude. Even in 2021, this is trash. Look at this. Our pick, CRKT Drifter. Chill, bro. <laughs> bro chill i've never even tried it i have tried the drifter is this the leong ma one no no it's just a regular one bro there are other knives now especially at the 50 dollar range you're not gonna pick a, a sen cut or a civivi or a petrified fish or a sativian or a qb like are you kidding me there's no way. And what's crazy is this is not even USA made. Yeah. The runner-up is the Blue Ridge Knives SE Zancudo. I've never tried that one, but SE is good, right? The SE Azula 2, like fucking one of the GOAT EDC fixed blades. <clears throat> Compared with the Drifter, the Sankudo has a larger handle, a stronger lock, blade lock, and a lot more metal in the body. Those features, as well as the unusual, comfortable teardrop-shaped handle, make this model a great knife together. Tougher work and more aggressive cutting. Man, these guys are just like not us, huh? 
the guy writing this article. This is, this guy is not one of us, I think. Okay. Budget pick, Sanren Mu, 710. I do think that this knife is really good. Now, I know it looks like the fucking CRK. I know everyone's going to be like, yo, it, it, it's a CRK. <laughs> um, and, it, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth to that. But, you know, if you've ever had one of these in your hand, if you're not, if you've never had one of these in your hand, you won't understand that it, how good it is. Yeah, it is, it is a decent pick, but it is kind of like cloney counter not counterfeit it's kind of cloney a little bit or or it's just a little bit too inspired by fucking you know chris reeve knives sabenza that's the my biggest problem with it luxury knife a luxury bro a benchmade griptilian is a luxury knife bro this is definitely not one of us 100 <laughs> percent. you know what i'm saying um if you want a larger budget and want a knife that nails all of the little details, we recommend the Benchmade Rooney Group I, I I can't even, I, I don't even think I could uh, do this. <laughs> this is, oh my God, bro. Buck Knives 55, bro. All right. I think we have to stop this article right here. All right. We're, we're going to go to a different one. We're, I have another one that is a little bit better. <laughs> that was hilarious oh my god that's so funny um this one is from outdoor life okay look some of these looking all right right the best pocket knives on there you have <laughs> bench made mini adamas best overall holy shit some of you guys are going to be upset about that right uh best edc bench made 940 when was this made oh so this is november 16 2022 this is very current guys um let's see what he says and see if he's one of us okay this is written by drew conover and scott einsman i've been lucky enough to own and handle many of the best pocket knives including production and custom blades now the fifth amendment protects me from <laughs> from self-incrimination so i won't say how many knives i currently own is it even do you even get in trouble for having a lot of knives or have owned because it's possibly that my wife will read this ah got it okay i understand he was joking so let's go right here. Um, if you don't want a drawer full of knives, everyone does, uh, and just want to find the best pocket knife for you, I put together a list of the best pocket knives for a variety of users and, and uses. Okay, so here we go right here. Here we go, here we go. The best overall is the mini uh, Benchmade Mini Adamus. Best ultralight is Benchmade Bugout 5353, which I actually have right here. <laughs> um, Best corrosion-free terrain 365 Invictus. Do you guys know what that is? I'm going to uh, look it up. Oh, this guy. Oh, this guy is definitely one of us now. Um, because I saw this on Jared's page uh, right here. Um, right here, right? I think Jared posted this. So did Metal Complex. A lot of people posted this one. Like a lot, bro. So this guy is one of us. <laughs> this guy is one of us. This 375 bones you're looking at. Blade material cobalt. Interesting. I bet those people that we were talking about mined for it, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you got titanium. Okay, so this guy is 100% one of us. He's definitely keeping uh, track of what's going on in the knife world. 
let's uh, go back to the list here again. <clears throat> Best knives for under $50. Do not agree with this one. So this is the Buck 110 Slim. I'll show it to you guys right now if you've never seen it. I don't know. I, I There's just so many, so much competition. Oh, they don't even have... Oh, it's, it's a Cabela's link and it's not even here. <laughs> The Buck 110 Slim Select Folding Knife is just the right size and weight for an EDC knife. Dual thumb studs allow for one hand opening. Okay, yada, yada. 420 HC clip point. I'm done, bro. I'm done on that. Um, it's very hard. Max level EDC uh, said it best. It's very hard to go full USA made with this list because at $50 especially, yeah, $50 especially is a very competitive market now. What's up, Nathan Nedick? Thank you for uh, coming through today, my friend. We're talking about this list right here. Uh, best Knives of 2022. Um, we're up to Best for Everyday Carry EDC, the Benchmade 940. All right, it's a pretty vanilla, like basic, basic bitch answer. Not bad. You know, it's not a bad choice. But I think there's a lot of... If we kept it to just 2022... I'm going to I'm going to say best for everyday carry and I know my homie Max Level EDC is going to go with me on this. Hogue Deca Magna Cut, right? What is it? $135. You know? The Hogue Deca Magna Cut I think kind of like was went went kind of crazy this year. You know what I'm saying? Um that's probably what I would choose. Uh uh bet <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> It's so funny because I just see me with knives. Mark just wrote best gentleman's knife ZT0452. What? <laughs> Let's look at what that is. Okay. Let's open the link on that. Are you kidding me? Like this is, here's my problem with this list is not all of these came out in 2022. That's uh, my problem with that. Looks at this, bro. Get out, bro. No way, dude. Just because it has carbon fiber doesn't mean it's fucking gentleman's knife this guy went off to a good start but once you start um i don't even know if i consider this a gentleman's knife it's fucking this thing is huge dude right it's 4.1 inch blade length <laughs> like, what the fuck? you know what i'm saying i like this knife a lot though but i'm gonna have to go with a no on that dog uh let's look at the other list here again um <clears throat> so the best traditional is the case medium stockman uh okay let's show it to you guys real quick uh i think that the best traditional this year like the one that got the best i don't want to say praise but the most coverage by people i know it's got to be jack wolf knives right and it's kind of a modern traditional though but I would say in terms of like slip joiny like type stuff like this, I think that the Jack Wolf knives like that line went crazy this year. Crazy. Went absolutely crazy, bro. Like I was just seeing everyone talk about it. Every retailer was trying to carry it. And um, I think they did really good. I think they did really good. So this is another one I don't agree with right here. I'm trying to keep in track. Oh shit, wait, hold on. It says best for kids. Where does it say that? Hold on a second. Um best for kids. Oppenel number six. 
I am gonna link. Let's look at that. What's the which Oppenel is number six? Oh, this one. I mean, isn't it like here's the thing? And Nick Shabazz talked about this. Isn't it less safe to have an Oppenel because the lock, like, it's not that safe. <laughs> um. Right? Am I wrong on this, guys? Uh, drop your knowledge in the comments. Howdy to you, my friend, Javons. I see you in the chat here. I'm looking on my uh, my tablet right now. Holy shit, my tablet's going to run out of battery. i got to plug this in. I got a little pluggy. Um, but yeah, isn't it like less safe to have <laughs> to have an Oppenel? The, the only time... So I've used an Oppenel. I'm not a big like use my knives in public kind of guy, but I remember I had an Oppenel in um in my little pocket sheath, and I was at my niece's graduation um like lunch, right? We were at a steakhouse, and dude, these steak knives were trash, bro. You know what I'm saying? Try cutting into a ribeye like thick, you know, or a filet mignon with like some shitty butter knife. So I took out my Oppenel, and that's when I, that's the most use I've ever gotten out of it. It was really good for that. It didn't scare anyone when I took it out, you know, it didn't flip open. But like for kids, though, for kids, it would be Swiss Army knife, right? That's what I think. Um, I teach kids on non-locking blades like Swiss Army. If you learn on non-locking, you depend, you don't depend on the locks. That's my, see, my homie's got it right, right there. Should be a Spyderco Dragonfly, K-Bar, Dozier. Oh, the Dozier is sick, dude. Uh, more a basic 511. Yeah, they're like way better ones. <laughs> Nick Shabazz's Metal Complex's second personality. <laughs> that is fucking so, that's so funny that I'm actually going to show this to him right now. This is hilarious. Hold on, let me uh, get a picture of this for him. <laughs> all right let me do that that's he's gonna have a laugh at that um <clears throat> uh i teach kids oh we read that already i gave my brother a vostied raccoon and he cut himself closing it on the first try <laughs> damn i could see that happening spider go squeak is kids safe let's look at that actually it's a spider go squeak Um, share this on boom, 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 boom. Oh, that's cute as shit, dude. <laughs> that is cute as shit, dude. Yeah. Is this locking, bro? This is cute as shit, dude. I would definitely do this. So cute. <laughs> Just, look how small it is in this guy's hand. <laughs> that's cute as shit, though. That's a good choice. Yeah, that's definitely a good choice. I like that. That's awesome. <clears throat> uh, I gave my daughter a CRKT Pilar. You guys know I love the Pilar. If you just look at my logo, there's a Pilar in it. One of my favorites. <clears throat> Swiss Army knives have cut me more than anything. But yeah, if you teach properly, I agree. <clears throat> yes, sir. I watch every video they do, but <laughs> they both do. You guys are so hilarious. They are two different people. I've confirmed this. 
One thing I don't agree with are knives with blunted tips for kids. Yeah, that's stupid. Nope. <laughs> Yo. I even told him it was finger safe for closing. You just push the bun lock and the blade falls and he cut himself. Spidaco Grasshopper is a good kid's knife. They're a bit older for the slicey dicey. Uh, Squeak is non-locking and has a finger choil. Uh, I'm back what I missed. We're going through this list right now, and it's like a lot of fun, actually. It's just like uh, this is outdoor life, and this is their best knives of 2022 here. Let's keep going. Now, we have the best for hunting is the Outdoor Edge Razor Pro, right? Let's check out what that is. <clears throat> Man, this guy has a lot of links to Cabela's. I'm not a, a big fisher hunter guy, so you guys that do this, let me know. Like, you, you know, your boy wants to go hunting. Like, I've been, I'm, it's one of my dreams is to go. <clears throat> but you let me know if this is a good one. Uh, I see replaceable blades here. Let's uh, get a close-up of it. <clears throat> I see replaceable blades. Is that, what is this kind of locking mechanism here? Interesting. Interesting. And it is $60. The Outdoor Edge Razor Pro Double Blade folding knife combines a 3.5 replaceable surgical steel blade with a stainless steel zipper blade to accomplish all of your field dressing chores <clears throat> a black oxide coated blade holder supports the replaceable blade to give hunters the strength of a traditional knife with the sharpness of a surgeon's scalpel i don't know i don't know anything about this <laughs> just wanted to show it to you guys sheep's foot blade are good for kids no risk of stabbing isn't oh because it's down, yeah. I guess that's true. <clears throat> I'm bloody fucking late. Yeah, <laughs> bloody fucking late, My My oldest daughter loves her CRKT crossbones. Ah, I remember the crossbones. That's a cool one. Horrible for hunting. <laughs> oh, max level EDC. I actually uh, ate bear for the first time during Christmas. Uh, somebody sh uh, got shot a bear about two weeks before and brought over some bear stew. I enjoyed that very much. I agree with the ultralight being the 5353. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, the knife is basically a churched up utility blade. Ray, come down to Delaware. We can go hunting at the zoo. At the zoo? What do you mean, bro? Like an actual zoo? <laughs> or are you talking about some type of hunting ground? Uh, my first knife when I was a kid was the classic Swiss Army knife. I, I kind of think... I would go Swiss Army like a cadet or something, like something really small, you know. Um, <clears throat> my buddy loved the outdoor edge until he busted off one of those razor blades inside an elk and then couldn't find it. Oof. Yikes. I would think that fixed blade would be the way to go, but I could be wrong. Like one of them Benchmade joints. Um, I see Steven Ranella use it all the time in uh, Meat Eater, my favorite like hunting show. Love that show, dude. Uh, I may be outvoted. But for hunting, I want a fixed blade. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. I don't want salmonella on the pivots when I got anything. Facts on that. I'm sure your connection to Asia can help you go hunting. Yeah, they do offer that. Like the woods have like, you know, like game in them. I'm eating balut tonight. Nice. Are you, bro? Do you guys know what balut is? Uh, let me give you a little bit of a lesson here. This is so much fun. Um, balut is, uh, they used to have it. They used to have it on, 
they used to have it on uh, Fear Factor, that show with Joe Rogan. And it is an underdeveloped duck fetus. It is a delicacy in my country, the Philippines, and I've eaten this many times. And this is what it looks like. So the duck is actually like underdeveloped. And it looks very funny. You know what I'm saying? But I've eaten it. It tastes pretty good. It tastes kind of like egg with some weird texture. Look at this dinosaur right there. Um, would you eat this, my friends? And also, I'm trying to get Kelly to eat it. So do you guys, why don't we, on when we hit 11K, why don't we eat this live on air? What do you think? You think that's a good idea? It tastes, if you could get past like eating the duck, I just eat the duck really fast. Um, the rest of it, it tastes really good. It tastes just like egg. There's like a soup in it and you put like salt on the top of it. The duck is weird because the texture is funny and you could kind of like, like the baby feathers are more like hair, the way it feels. But I remember I would go to high school and I would have balut and I would like bite the head off in front of my classmates and they would get so freaked out. Uh, yeah, it's a good little um, side <laughs> information for you guys. But are, you, do you guys think Kelly can eat it? <laughs> do you guys think Kelly can eat a balut live on uh, camera? I've given my daughter a few knives here and there. Best so far was the artisan uh, tacit. She loves it. What is that? Artisan tacit. <clears throat> Oh, I damn, dude. How old is she? This I know the tacit. This is a good one. Um number one knife, Mora 511 basic proper skills. Uh I'm gonna look that up actually right now. 511. <clears throat> Mora knives. I got like an actual actress named Mora. That's what I got. <laughs> um oh this one. Yeah, everybody sees this one. Uh, right here. Yeah. I mean, this is a good knife. <clears throat> this is like the pretty basic, uh, you know, knife like everyone says is really good in terms of like outdoorsy kind of shit. More is like the shit, right? <clears throat> it's a little big though, right? Uh, especially if you're like a city kid. You know, I, I in, in the city, like New York City, I, I definitely don't carry a fixed blade. I like them. Like, I have a bunch at home, but I, I just don't eat to see a fixed blade. <clears throat> but for, like, going outdoors, though, I think this would be lit as fuck, dude. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the list now and see. And um, let's see what everyone is saying about the, uh, the balot, bro. Is anyone saying about it? <clears throat> Joe Coy bags hard on Balut. <laughs> had the head hanging out of my mouth. <laughs> I had no issues eating brain, raw meat, insects, but Balut just turned my stomach. <laughs> he said, I'd rather eat insects. Why? It's just a bird. <clears throat> it's just a bird. I did a video on TikTok about eating it. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I used to live around the block from a place that had that on the menu. <laughs> Look at Matt Hoff. Hell no. <laughs> Sounds crunchy. Yup. Like Maxwell EDC is like, chill. I don't want to eat that shit. It's true though. It's it's a weird thing. 
Wasn't that the bear from Jungle Book? It's balloon. <laughs> balloon. <laughs> um, that's so funny. I can't do it. Yeah, it is chewing bones. No, but the thing is, I could eat like, I could chew bones. Like bone marrow is delicious. And also like um, sometimes you're eating chicken wings. You want to get some of that cartilage. It's good. It's good, dude. I will eat anything if I'm in your home and you offer it to me. But there are things that I don't ever want again, like the blood and milk drink I had to chug down. Um, we we actually like uh, we barbecue blood in the Philippines. It's coagulated pig's blood. I think the slang term for it is Betamax. Am I wrong on this? Let's see, I'm gonna Google it right now. This is so much fun. Doing this with you guys. <laughs> it's hilarious. Betamax is dried chicken blood that is shaped into cubes and cooked on the grill. <laughs> He says, I'm out losing screws. Wow. <laughs> what happened? Brandon, did you get the check mark at 100K? Brandon is at 400K. What do you mean? Oh, you mean like there's a check mark? Like you get that? Is that what happened? Brandon is what? What a. Our, our homie Brandon, uh, YouTube royalty, urban ED, uh, at a. Uh, uh, knife YouTube royalty of knife YouTube is is here today everyday minimalist if you were I know everyone in the chat follows him but if you are watching this later subscribe to this guy he's he's uh one of the uncrowned kings right now that I think will be crowned someday <clears throat> uh he is at 470k Jesus Christ Jesus Christ dude that's insane Jesus yeah <laughs> first time i met this guy he had a thousand subs like me <clears throat> everyday minimalist is brandon <clears throat> okay let's uh go back to the list here I i'm having too much fun with you guys that i'm definitely going over my time i still have to work out <clears throat> before i start my day let's go down for best for slicing is paramilitary too now i can't agree that the pm2 and as 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 well as some you know other like Spider coats have great factory edges on them. So, you know, maybe, yeah, you know. It's kind of, there's a lot of basic bitch answers here. Um, the best corrosion free when he said terrain 365 Invictus, I that surprised me that he even knew what that was. And uh, best ultralight, okay. The best overall benchmade mini Adamas, okay. <clears throat> but he started losing us at best for kids, best tactical Emerson mini CQC 15. Um, best hard use is zero tolerance 0350. Which one is that? I just, no way, bro. No way. I think this guy is just trying to sell knives because he has a lot of links to Cabela's and shit. <clears throat> I am not doing best hard use for fucking this right here. No way, bro. Nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not doing that. Um, I know it's a Ken Onion design. It definitely looks like one. Kershaw Lincoln 20 CV is great in my opinion. Spiderco Gale Bradley 2. Fucking dope knife. GV2 Slice is better than PM2. That's funny because that you mentioned that because you guys know 
I am giving away a Gail Bradley too. <clears throat> I am the only knife channel that doesn't buy knives for themselves. But the two knives that I bought this year, I actually bought three knives. I bought the um, Blue Denamite Carta F5.5 from Urban EDC because I lost the pocket screws in the review model and I offered to buy it and I did and then I had to sell it because I needed money at the time. And I bought two other knives, the Cold Steel 8015 and the Spyderco Gale Bradley 2, which I'm giving away on Monday night. So your boy only buys knives for you. <laughs> so we are giving this away. I'm, it's a joy to give this one away. I actually didn't think I would like this, but this is really good. <laughs> this is really good, man. I really like this a lot. The Gale Bradley 2. Yeah, so one of you guys are going to get this and a bunch of other stuff. Um, I'm only doing one winner. That's going to be on Monday night. So definitely the regulars, please be there because I want one of you guys to get it. Please be there. 7.30 p.m. EST. That's on Monday night. Uh, let's keep going down and see what you guys are saying here. <clears throat> Ken Onion makes me think of all the cheap CRKTs I've bought in my youth. <laughs> that is facts, bro. I know why assisted gets flack, but it's not that hard to close, honestly. It it isn't. It isn't. Um almost thought Ray's shirt was the great Milenko. No, my shirt is Skeletor. And I love this shirt because all my life, as I was growing up, I was always the skinny kid. And um, you know, they would call me things like Skeletor. Even my brothers did, you know. But guess what? Your boy is bigger than his brothers now which is amazing you know and uh yeah you guys saw that transformation and it was fucking awesome <laughs> to do that um in front of this audience that has been with me for five years uh yeah so i bought this when this came out in uh comic-con i think it was the two years ago one 2021 i was like i have to have that because that's what they used to call me and then I look at all the people that I grew up with, too, and <clears throat> I, I'd say out of 50 people, everyone's out of shape except for like three of us. So, you know, we're all in our 40s. And yeah, yeah. Who's the fucking Skeletor now? You know what I'm saying? Who is the fucking Skeletor now? Uh, <clears throat> uh, I am still Skeletor, but you're fat door now. Just kidding. All right, let's keep going down here. Uh, I suggested that you grab that Gail Bradley too. You should give it to me, bro. <laughs> you did suggest it, and it was a great suggestion. But I got I got to be fair to everyone. You know, I love everybody. Um, what's up? Ken switched to CRKT after being with Kershaw for years. Wow, dude. I literally just finished bashing a cold steel with a mallet through somewhat a two by eight. Nothing is stronger except maybe a shark lock. Yo, Cold Steel got that dope lock, the triad lock, bro. The Yorkening. The Yokening. <laughs> the Yokening. The Yorkening. <clears throat> I've dabbled with both in my 20s. Then when I took the plunge on a 535 GRY-1 bug out, it was all over for the uh it was all over for the budget of the budget. Yeah. I know you were a Benchmade guy. I did it with the SR1 light and the air light. And the air light survived. Dude, the air light survived, bro. That's crazy. It's a Demco lock. He made both Triad and Shark lock. Damn. 
Man at Arms was my favorite after Skeletor. Man at Arms was sick, dude. That's the guy with all the weapons, right? Yeah. I also like the guy with the faces that had like all these faces. His face would spin. And the the, the juggernaut kind of guy that had like the hammerhead. Dude, He-Man was the shit, dude. He-Man was the shit, bro. Check out Max Level EDC's uh, video on that if you're curious, by the way, what he's talking about, how he batoned on these things. Um, <clears throat> let's go back to the list uh, and finish off what we got going on here. Ew, dude. Best for assisted opening Kershaw leak. Now, that is a great knife, but like, there's got to be better assisted ones now, right? Huh. I swear to God, if this links to a Cabela's link, uh, links to Amazon. This guy is trying to sell knives. That's what he's doing. Um, what's the Emerson CQC15? What's that? Uh, I just don't, bro. Can you guys let me know, like, what is up with this? This Emerson stuff. I've never been attracted to any of these, yo. Like, never, bro. And I know I'm probably going to get flamed by people that love this uh, brand. I've never been attracted. This has never made my dick hard. Like, not even once. My EDC boner has never gone up to any of these knives. You know? Uh, let me know, though. Let me know. I, I could just be uneducated. I've never tried these. But I do hear stories of people saying, like, they're not super dope. But, you know, let me know in the comments. <clears throat> let me know in the comments. I'm going to go through the rest of your comments right here. I loved Beastman. <laughs> He-Man. I'm going to look up He-Man. Best characters. Okay, I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, shit. Yo, dudes. You want to go through this list right now? This is pretty sick. Uh, <clears throat> they are so ugly. Would never carry one. <laughs> That's how I feel, bro. I also love my Emerson Sheepdog. Does that one look cool, Yoda? Uh, but I just buy the regular one only a few more dollars. Um, the 8015 probably still very strong. Yeah. The 8015, bro, max level EDC. The 8015, when I bought it, it was like right around Cyber Monday, Black Friday. The 8015, the S35VN one, which is normally 155, was 88 bucks, bro. And I know that it wasn't, I, I like the knife actually, but I know I wasn't going to carry it. It was just a little too crazy for NYC. So I just bought it to give, to give away. <clears throat> Pretty wild. Um, they balled and have a stupid look. That's so fucked up, bro. That's so fucked up. Matt, many faces. <laughs> oh, shit. We're talking He-Man now. I have a He-Man list here. We can look them up, guys. So here's the list. Um, we could talk about knives a little more as well, of course. But we, we always like to pivot on this. So this is the essential guide to the best He-Man uh, Motu characters. Number one is Prince Adam or He-Man. It says the titular character. <laughs> Number two is Skeletor. Number three is Cringer or Battle Cat. Clamp Champ and Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn was the girl, right? She's, she's hot as fuck, dude. Man E faces. Yo, let's look that up right now. Man E faces, bro. Because that was like the face guy. Oh my God. Look at the toy, dude. Bro. 
Yeah, and he would like become like different personalities. He's like a multiple personality guy. This is lit as fuck, dude. Yo. For Eternia. This is awesome. Who's the other one? Uh Evil Lynn, right? <clears throat> uh, let's go back. Jesus Christ. It's going. Uh who's Clamp Champ? Who the hell is that? Oh, what the oh this guy? <laughs> guy's whack son this guy's whack bro i don't want this well he might be dope i mean you know what he looks pretty dope right here this is the new he-man i think i gotta watch that bro he looks pretty sick right here actually um it's just i liked <clears throat> there was so oh this funko's dope dude okay i take it back maybe he's pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> look at him yeah he grabbed the guy he grabbed the guy's nunchucks right here <laughs> what yo he's like chill son this is awesome all right let's go back let's look at um some of the other ones evil lynn yo she yo she she a thought bro she's skeletor's thought right oh yeah i'm into this <laughs> Yeah, and Skeletor would always be like, Evelyn, right? This is her, the new one. I watched the first season of this, the He-Man show. It was really good. This is this her in the movie. That was the, this is the movie with Dolph Lundgren. Evelyn. This is the, uh, the, let's see some of the other ones here. Oh, somebody said Trapjaw. I love Trapjaw, bro. In he man, this guy was the shit, dude. Yo, this guy was the shit, bro. And he he was really stupid, but he was the shit, dude. Damn, trap jaw. That's crazy. Um, and then they have who's the other one here? Orc ew, Orco is not the top ten, bro. Man at arms, I agree with that. Beast man was the shit. Yeah, Beastman. He was like one of the. He would always be with Trapjaw. He was just like a strong guy, <laughs> a strong beast guy, dude. Damn, look at this. That's wild. Beastman, bro. Um. Okay, time to do GI Joe. GI <laughs> Joe was cool too. I watched that. Uh, definitely. I like Snake. Of course, you know, Majin. I like Snake Eyes the best. <clears throat> Remember there was like a reporter guy in G.I. Joe and he just had a camera and just like reported the news. <laughs> that was so trash, bro. But he was like a pretty big character and he would like hack stuff, I think. <clears throat> um, Who's the last one? It is uh, who's the last guy. Let's see. It was um, uh, Man at Arms, dude. Man at Arms is the shit. He was really cool in the new show. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry about that. <clears throat> I got to drink water. This dude was a shit, bro. Yeah, this guy was awesome. This is the old toy. Damn, look at that, dude. That's sick. That is sick. I'm into that. This is dope. Man at arms. 
Um, let's see what you guys are saying in the chat right now. Is it not tactical enough to carry an Emerson? I'm not tactical enough. Me too. Emerson wave opening is genuinely a good idea. Yes, the Sheepdog is a Bowie blade. They make a mini version. It's a flipper model. Another one is the Elva Emerson. Okay, so I'm going to look this up. Sheepdog Emerson. Because all of them, I'm just like, yo, I'm not. I don't know if I'm into this, man. Yoda, I'm not sure if, I, if I'm into this, bro. But that wave is tough, man. Maybe if I was like tough like this dude right here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if I was Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think Stone Cold probably carry a blue uh, uh, cold steel though, right? Like some type of large bully or something. Um, what's the other one? He said the Elva. Uh, Elva Emerson knife. This looks pretty cool. Okay, that looks pretty cool to me. I don't like the way their knives look regularly, though. I don't like the way their knives look regularly. All right, let's get back to it. Let's see what else is here. I'm sure it opens nicely, but it's definitely not for me a good idea, I guess. <laughs> the question, <clears throat> and can tell me about your kinks, what is... Was it Sorceress, Evil Lynn, or Shira that you went to the bath went to the bathroom with you? Do you want to know who? <clears throat> I went to the bathroom the most with this girl right here. Okay. Uh, um, so Asian too, because this is anime. Uh, this girl right here, dude. This is my childhood crush right here. This is Pris from Bubblegum Crisis, dude. And this was, it's so funny that the, the term OK Boomer came out uh, this year. Or was it last year? I'm not sure. But they actually fought boomers. And boomers were robots that we programmed that would, like, lose control. And it's just, like, these girls. And they, each of their suits have different powers. And, like, Pris was, like, the rowdy one. She was, like a, a, like, a rock singer. She was in a band. And she would, like, that was her alter ego. Um, but yeah, I dude, huge childhood crush on this chick right here. Look at the high heels with the robot suits, bro. I mean, son. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of jack off, bro. You know, feel me on that? But definitely uh the ones that you suggested are good too. That it was just a squad of dime pieces, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just a squad of dimes right there. This is OG stuff, man. This is like Anime wasn't big when this was around. So um, this is one of the first ones. I've been watching anime my whole life. Oh, this is Pris, like when she's a rock star. Oh, fuck, bro. Getting hard right now. <laughs> yeah, but I remember, um, you know, because as, a, as an Asian kid from, you know, living in, a, in Asia, you would... Um, you would uh, be watching cartoons and all the cartoons are actually anime. You know, like the big giant robot ones like Mazinger Z and uh, even a Astro Boy and Ghetto Robo and Dimos. So you're watching anime, actually. When it came to the States in the 80s, I think around like the 90s is when I moved to Queens, maybe 1989, 1990. 
and I met this kid named Alvin and he was like, yo, bro, you want to watch um, these Japanese cartoons? I don't even think we called it anime. And he had an anime called Gunbuster and then that Bubblegum Crisis. And I, dude, I just bought all the VHS, bro. Jack City, bro. New Jack City. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> um, my favorite motu was Jiu-Jitsu Super Powered Chop Action. <laughs> Manny Faces, I have that toy. Dude, that shit is sick. And I think somebody asked about... <clears throat> uh, this is now my favorite knife channel. Thank you so much, man. I mean, you know, we talk about everything here. I try to cover as much nice stuff now as I can. And we talk about other stuff, too. You a Gundam bro, Ray? I watched Gundam earlier, but I don't watch any of the ones now. Best anime I've seen was Kite. But did you watch the director's cut with the actual fucking in it? Because that one is the best one, right? <laughs> <laughs> um let's see we are talking anime everyday city carry bleach thousand year blood war arc is killer yes i watched uh i'm caught up on it and uh the best it is the best this season i would have to say the best anime this season is bleach thousand year blood war arc is number one number two would probably go to um chainsaw man and then number three Surprisingly for me, I think number three was My Hero Academia season six is really good. Uh, my my um, kind of a weird pick for me is Blue Lock, which is an anime about soccer. I don't even watch real soccer, but I watched Blue Lock because it was one of the animes people were talking about and I binged it in one day. So that those are the ones that I watched this season. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, somebody said Rogue from X-Men. Rogue from X-Men. Yo, we have to Google. We have to research this, right? Um, Rogue from X-Men falling. This is the best shot of her. To Apocalypse, right? To Apocalypse. Am I spelling this right? I don't even know. Right here. Sun. I was watching this on Channel 5, bro. On Fox 5, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uncontrollably, like just splurting in my little underwears, bro. You know what I'm saying? Look at that. You know, they're bringing back this show, uh, X-Men 97 on Disney+. Plus. I cannot fucking wait, dude. I cannot fucking wait. And they're doing it in the same style, apparently. And it's a continuation of the story. It, it, this is one of the best. That Saturday morning lineup uh, on Fox was pretty pretty good, dude. And uh, they, they had that shit locked down. Look at this. This is amazing. Dude, Mystique, bro? Mystique, son? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, that, that's a good choice there, Nathanetic. That's a good choice for the for the wacky. Um, let's see. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, he said, yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched that too. Everybody watched Beavis and Butthead. I think the uh, more modern iteration is probably like South Park, right? It's like the crazy. is like Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece are beginner animes. Yeah, but the new Bleach is not beginner. 
I think. That is literally just, it's just the best this season. Like, I mean, I watched everything this season. I watched a lot. And it's literally the best. Watching Chainsaw Man with my kid kind of dig it. Oh, it, dude, how old is your kid? There's a lot of mature stuff in there. <laughs> One Piece is my favorite, obviously. Because you're a pirate, dog. That's why, man. I gave One Piece up to episode 45. And I just decided it's not for me. Rogue is hot. Major from Gits is hot, too. Um, Shogun Warriors for the win, bro. I watched that, too. Uh, let's keep going down. Witch Hagger from Voltron. Who is that? What? Just looking at hot chicks that we had crushes on, like, as kids. <laughs> Witch Hagger, Voltron. Are you fucking kidding me? You're such a liar, dude. <laughs> Which hacker from Voltron? Did she turn hot or something? Or like, yeah, dude. <laughs> what the hell? That's hilarious. Um, uh, speaking of Gits, I loved the ScarJo Gits movie everyone hated. The fuck is Gits, bro? The fuck is Gits, dude? It's it's a show. Fuck is it? Oh, ghost in the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too, for sure. The major bro, hot as fuck, dude. Um, uh, I liked it as well. I'm with you. I'm li I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think the best. I have to say this though, the best anime adaptation uh into a live action movie was uh battle angel bro that shit was so good this shit was fire bro uh if you didn't watch this movie bro this shit was so sick <clears throat> this movie right here this movie was fucking crazy yeah this movie was nuts that is the best anime adaptation for a movie and i think people don't give it enough credit that it did that this is a crazy movie. Um, guys, we had a fucking great show, huh? We had a great show. <clears throat> we had a great show. I love Battle Angel, bro. What you mean? That shit was crazy. Are you one of those people that are that say like, hey, Avatar 2 sucks? And I'm like, did you watch the same movie as me? <clears throat> I watched the original movie and I loved it. They were they stayed true to what it the original movie was. Um, thank you so much, guys, for this morning. Your boys got to keep getting jacked, so I have to get off now. I did almost two hours, which is crazy. I have too much fun with you guys. And um, <clears throat> remember, Monday Monday morning, I'm going to do the giveaway. So we will do that giveaway. I want one of you guys in here to get that. I want one of the regulars to get this, okay? Because it's going to be special. It's going to be a bunch of stuff included from the Knife Nerd Club from Blue Creek Knives on it. Um, you're getting Spider-Core Badly 2, Cold Steel 8015, uh, and a bunch of other swag and stuff that I'm going to think about throwing in there. You're going to get all these like tools, Hanks. It's it's a big package. So I definitely want you guys, uh, one of you uh, regulars to get that. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in this morning. This was a really, really good one. And um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. That's what Nick Shabazz says. And I just copied it right now. 
hit me up on the Instagram. Hit me up on Patreon if you are a Patreon member. Uh, I want to chat with you on there. I definitely see those notifications a lot easier. And uh, so hit me up on patreon.com slash everydaycitycarry or hit me up on IG. I hope maybe I'll see it or on TikTok. Maybe I'll see it. The, the notifications are crazy because, you know, your boy is blowing up right now. But uh, thank you so much, guys. Much love to everybody. This is your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry saying peace.